everybody, and welcome back to D Stories. My name is David Jacobs. As you may or may not know, I'm a professional voiceover actor, and you can find me at davidjacobsvoiceover.com. These are little stories about my life, little remembrances, and I hope you enjoy. Today, we're going to talk about Chicago. Now, I told you about my grandmother, B who lived in Palm Springs half the year. She lived in Palm Springs in the winter, Chicago in the summer. And I told you all about Palm Springs and how I love Palm Springs so much, and we would go there to visit her all the time. Well, when I was living in Highland Park, a suburb of Chicago, before we moved to California, we would see her all the time in Chicago. And my cousins also lived in Chicago. And so we would spend a lot of time there hanging out with my cousins, with grandma in her high rise. She lived in a high rise apartment. Don't remember the floor, but it was quite high, right on Lakeshore Drive. If you know Chicago, this is one of the main thoroughfares that's right on the lake. And she had this fantastic view looking out over Lakeshore Drive and then the lake. It was just really, really cool. And that's one of the first things as a, as a young person that I really love. When you're there at night, especially, and you're way up high and you're looking down on Lakeshore Drive and all these cars, and you're so high, they almost look like little toy cars running around because they're so small. All these little toy cars and the lights and, oh, it was just really kind of cool to look down on that site. And my cousins and I would also swim there. There was a pool in the basement of the building, which was really cool, indoor pool, and we would just swim all the time uh, in this pool and have a really good time. The other thing I remember about this building is the elevator. The elevator was kind of scary. This is an old school elevator, way back in, you know, early 1970s old-school elevator in which the door opened and then you had one of those metal uh, fence-like things. I don't know what to call it, right, that you had to pull open as well. It's like a metal gate that, that you have to grab hold of and pull open. And the metal gate shuts and the door shuts behind that. And it's just creepy. That metal gate was just really a little... It's just... Um, it's just unsettling. I don't know what it is about it. And the whole elevator itself was just weird. It wasn't unsafe. It never got stuck. But it just always felt creepy and weird and just like, oh, I don't really love this elevator. This is one of the, don't love these rides. Uh, I will never forget that elevator. It was just always very, oof, I don't like the way this feels. I can't wait till this is over. <laughs> but we always had such a great time going there. Uh, swimming downstairs, watching the traffic go by and everything else in the city from up high. Um, I always remember it being a really good time, you know, really good time. That was also the apartment where we gathered when um, Grandma B passed. Uh, we had sort of the after um, event. Uh, after the funeral, everyone gathered there and, you know, you hang out, you talk, you whatever. And um, that was a weird day for me because I was very, very young. I don't remember my, my age, but I was very young. I may have 
maybe around 10, something like this. I had already moved to California, and we'd spent many years there, so I hadn't been in Chicago for a long time. And it turns out that a lot of these people, these family members, had never met me. Or if they did, they knew me when I was very young, like almost a baby or one or two or three years old. And I don't remember them. And so I kept having these people come up to me. Oh, David, oh, I haven't seen you since you were two, or I haven't seen you since you were a baby. And I just, hi, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea who you are. Obviously, we're related. Uh, hi, it was such a weird experience, you know. They know you, and, and you're, you know, special to them in some way because they saw you when you were a little baby, new member to the family, and you just don't know what to say. It's like, okay, cool, aunt so-and-so. I don't know what to say. Hi, good to meet you, I suppose. It was just a weird feeling meeting all these people who knew me and I didn't know them. The other notable thing about Grandma's apartment was if you looked out the back uh, side of it, you could see in the distance Wrigley Field where the Cubs play, baseball field. You could see Wrigley Field in the distance out the backside. That was kind of a, a notable as well. The other place we went when we went into the city was my cousin's house itself, where my aunt and uncle lived. This house was nuts. It's, to this day, the coolest house I've ever been in. It's so wild, crazy cool, man. The main floor isn't too much. It's just a main floor, and it has a living room and my um, uncle's office and kitchen and living room and a deck out the back. But then this thing had, as I remember it, like four stories. Uh, down, you could go, and there was this incredible wine cellar my uncle had. Unbelievable. Huge, beautiful wine cellar, temperature controlled, the whole thing. It was really cool looking. And then you just go up and up and up, and every floor, I just remembered it as being very large, wide expanses, all wood, big bedrooms, a big, like, center living room, as I remember it, in the middle of some of these rooms. Just, it seemed to go on forever. And there was a huge main staircase in the front of the house, huge, wide, big main staircase. But then in the back, there was this incredibly cool, small spiral staircase that you could go down, which was super cool and fun as well. I, this house, I just remember as being huge and massive. And some floors, you know, didn't even get used that much. Some did. It was just, it was so, something about it was so cool. And this was the house that I slept walked in. I never slept walk in my life, ever. But this one night in this house, I was sleeping probably in my cousin's bedroom, wherever that was. It was a couple floors up. And then all I know is that I woke up in the morning and I was in the center of one of those big rooms, like two floors down. I was like, what? Did someone put me here? Someone carried me down? No, 
No one would admit that they touched me at all. How the hell did I sleepwalk two floors down? And then into this big room. It was really freaky and weird. I've never sleptwalked since. Never prior, never since. So I'm not 100% sure that someone didn't mess with me, but I don't know how I would be carried down without, without waking up. I'm not that sound of a sleeper. So maybe it's possible. Maybe it did happen like that. Anyway, this house was just like I said, so cool. And it was very small from the street. From the street, it didn't look like this massive, crazy thing. It was, you know, in the city. So all the houses are kind of run right together and you've got your little sliver of a house. But then when you go in, it expands outward from there. It was just a great house. I always had a good time hanging out there. And my uncle worked, he was like a consultant for toy companies in the uh, Far East, Japan and Korea and, and such. And so he had toys everywhere in his office because he was always checking out the latest toy to do his consulting based on toys and what you should make and what's hot, and what are the trends. And he had the most fun office ever because there are toys everywhere. And he always wants to talk to you if you're a kid because he wants to know, what do you think, you know? And so it was super cool. You could always go in there and he'd be like, okay, check this out. Look at this. Look at that. What do you think of that? Play with that for a while. What do you, what do you, you know, do you like it? What do you think? Would you want it? And it was so much fun. Play with these toys and, you know, tell my uncle what I thought. Like, oh, this one is super cool. I totally want this. Or it was just great, great, great fun uh, being in there. Now, our house was in Highland Park, a suburb of Chicago. Uh, I think it was maybe an hour ish or maybe less a drive. I, I don't really remember that much. Our house was custom designed by my parents and an architect. It was basically kind of like a rectangle, a large rectangle. And I remember it had a huge yard out the side. In the back, it was a little more rustic and, and um, w wooded a little bit. Some trees back there. But on the side, it was a huge patch of green grass. Very, very large. And so you could just play out there and do anything you wanted out there. It was a big, big old patch of grass to play on. It was super cool. And in the main living room, there was just this big, big uh, panel of glass that looked out onto this yard. Really, really, really cool. We had a basement, of course. All Most houses in the, in the Midwest have a basement. We did have several tornado warnings. Uh, never did have a tornado, but many, many warnings. That was kind of wild. And one of my other fond memories, I may have mentioned this in the past as well, but, you know, sometimes you get these memories that are just etched in your brain. And I just can't get out of my brain the sound of the snowplow. You know, it snows a lot in Chicago and the suburbs. And so snowplows are just a common thing. They're running all the time, especially overnight, so that the roads are clear in the morning. And I would lay in bed, going to sleep, hearing the sound of the snowplow 
going around the neighborhood, coming by our house. It's a very distinctive sound, the scraping sound. And I would never, I'll never forget that, that little scraping sound as you're going to bed, as the plow is going around. It's just one of those things that's so etched into my memory. And the thunderstorms. I will say, thunderstorms in the West Coast are weak. (laughs) Very weak out here out West. All you get is sheet lightning. And, you know, the thunder's okay. But it is nothing compared to a Midwestern thunderstorm. Those of you who live near the Midwest know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then you can't even imagine. The thunderstorms in the Midwest are crazy. Bolt lightning. I'm talking huge, nasty bolt lightning, which is just terrifying. These giant lit up bolts just, you know, streaking through the sky. And the thunder is absolutely deafening loud. It is. That's the one thing that scared the hell out of me as a kid. I wasn't scared by a lot, but thunderstorms scared the bejesus out of me. And it's the only time I went to sleep in my parents' bed. I may have mentioned this as well. Um, You know, I'm not one of those kids that sleeps with mom or I had a bad dream, so I'm going to sleep with mom. That never happened. But if there was a thunderstorm, you're damn right. I'm beelining it right to my parents' bedroom. Just, there's no way in hell I'm staying in my bedroom alone for that. Just, boom, I'm in the bed every time. Because it felt safer, and I wanted to be with somebody. Those thunderstorms, man. That's one thing that I will always remember, but never miss. That's the one thing I'll never miss, is those thunderstorms. They were absolutely wicked. Even now as an adult, I wouldn't want to deal with that. I just can't even describe how scary they were, that lightning, my God. And the thunder was loud. Man. Only one time in the West Coast when I was living in uh, in the Bay Area did we have any kind of a thunderstorm like that. Now, of course, sheet lightning, it's not much. You know, the, the entire sky lights up Uh, because it's one giant sheet. There's no bolts. But on this particular thunderstorm, the thunder was so loud, it shook the windows of our house. Now, this was kind of an older house. It wasn't, you know, like the the greatest built house in the world. But it shook the windows. That was a little bit like, whoa, okay. This is a good one. That's the only thing even close to anything uh, that made me stand up and take notice uh, on the West Coast as far as uh, thunderstorms go. Anyway, that's it. Just little remembrances of Chicago and uh, being at Grandma B's place, you know. Good times. I don't get to see my cousins very often anymore, but uh, growing up as a kid, it was super cool uh, to have them around, someone my age, to hang out and play with family. Haven't been back to Chicago since I got married. And we went on our honeymoon to Florida. And on the way back, we decided to stop by Chicago to visit my uncle and aunt because we were out there. And why not? Let's just stop by and see them. 
haven't seen them in forever. And it was hilarious because we were taking the train because my wife didn't like flying at that time. And it was perfect. It was like late February and we get out of the train, we come up from the train station and it is wet, raining and cold as hell and windy. And my wife says, oh, this is miserable. And I said, yeah, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to the Midwest. This is what it is in the winter. Windy, cold as hell, and raining. This is why we went to California. This, because it's so cold and miserable here, that's why my dad said, what am I doing here? I'm going to California where I can be warm and I can sail my boat year-round. That's why we ended up there, because of this miserableness. It was like the perfect, miserable, cold, wet Chicago day. Uh, but we did go out there and saw my uncle and aunt. It was great fun uh, for my wife to meet them. And that's the last time. That's the last time I was out there. Anyway, thanks for listening. David Jacobs, see me on the Internet at davidjacobsvoiceover.com. I have demos there if you want to listen to what I can do for you. There's a commercial demo. There's an e-learning demo. There is a corporate narration demo. So take a listen, see what you think, and uh, there's a contact form there if you would like to uh, get together and do some work. I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'll see you.